and welcome to episode 89 of the Get More Sports Podcast. My name is Doug McCain. Thanks for rocking with us once again on today's episode. The beef last night between KD and Kendrick Perkins. We're going to break down the beef and tell you that that beef is still percolating between Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant. And then the Major League Baseball arbitration salaries. We're going to break that all down. Mookie Betts, Cody Bellinger, Chris Bryant. And we're going to tell you what this means as far as their trade value goes. And then Rob Palenka, the Los Angeles Lakers, have promoted Rob Palenka. I'm going to tell you why that was a great move for the Purple and Gold to promote Rob Palenka. But don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then be sure to head over to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comment section. I want all your takes right down below in the comment section. That way I can read them off live on the next episode of the podcast. But we've got lots to get into. Jam-packed show. So let's get right into it. It's showtime. Are you ready? Let's get it on. Russell Westbrook made his return last night to Oklahoma City. The Brody was back after spending 11 years with the franchise, and he became the first player since Oscar Robertson to average a triple-double for an entire season, and he did it three consecutive years last night. They had the best video tribute ever, the Oklahoma City Thunder. They went all out. They did everything but give the Rockets the win last night. The Houston Rockets, other than Russell Westbrook, they were terrible last night. Russell Westbrook last night, 34 points on 14 of 26 shooting, 54% on the night. The rest of the Rockets starters, 31 points on a combined 30% shooting. But the video tribute was spectacular. Here's Russell Westbrook getting introduced last night in OKC. Now, last night it was supposed to be all about Russell Westbrook, right? Well, it turned out to be a blowout. It was a complete laugher. The Thunder dominated the Rockets throughout the game, and it was not really about the Rockets versus the Thunder. It was about Kendrick Perkins versus Kevin Durant. Last night, it was supposed to be about number zero, while Kendrick Perkins and Kevin Durant had zero chill. Kendrick Perkins went to Twitter, called Russell Westbrook Mr. Thunder, and KD was triggered. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! Kendrick Perkins tweeted, In about 30 minutes, I'm going to give my opinion on SportsCenter on why I believe that Russell Westbrook is the best player to have ever put on an Oklahoma City Thunder jersey. He is Mr. Thunder. Mark D'Amico responded, He put together the best career within that organization, but he's definitely not the best player to have ever put on a jersey for them. Come on, Perk. Kendrick Perkins responds, Hey, Kevin left the door open, and Russ walked right in. Mark D'Amico responds, I think Russ walked into the door called second round of the playoffs three straight times. And then Perk fires back, Katie lost in the second round without Russ when I was there, so what that mean? And then here comes KD. Yeah, our starting center, Kendrick Perkins, averaged a whopping two and three during that series. You played hard, though, champ. LOL. And then Perk fires back, Boy, stop. You did the weakest move in NBA history. 
up on a team 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals and then go join them the following season. Heart of a champion right there. And then KD comes back. Week is starting at center, playing real minutes with no production. Should have worked on your skills as much as I did. And then Kendrick Perkins starts dropping bombs. That's fine. You worked that hard and still had to go join a 73-9 team. Truth be told, you don't even feel like a real champ. You have a hard time sleeping at night, huh? Knowing that you took the coward way out. And Perk just ended KD with that last line there. Calling him the C word, dropping the coward line on Kevin Durant. Hey, it's getting real between Kevin Durant and Kendrick Perkins. A couple of takeaways. One, Twitter is free. If you are not on Twitter, you're missing out. Look, hey, they say the best things in life are free. They were definitely talking about Twitter. And number two, I don't think KD will be talking that talk to Kendrick Perkins face. I think, hey man, that's something that you just say on Twitter because it looks like it's getting a little hostile between KD and Perk. And this beef is not over. Kendrick Perkins was on the jump today and he talked about his feud with Kevin Durant. Right. So he could have picked up the phone and called me if he had a problem with what I said about Russ. But he wanted to make that about him, in my opinion. My phone always on. KD number not blocked. Yeah. My phone on. He could call me at any time. If he had a problem with me saying Mr. Thunder and I, or Russ or whatever the case may be, or I could explain to him what I meant by that. I'm by, by no means am I saying that Russell Westbrook is a better player than Kevin Durant. I'm not yeah. saying that by no means. But when we're talking about the Oklahoma City Thunder, that's when I have to say that. I, and you... Well, you know, everybody criticizes Russell Westbrook and criticizes the Brody, but let's give him his card when it's due. Let's yeah, give him his prop. Everybody counted them out. He left them for dead. Russ said, "Oh no, I'm not going. I'm going. I'm not going out like that." He continually to put them guys in position to be successful every year. Back-to-back -back scoring champs, MVPs. He leads the Thunder organization in points, rebounds, assists, steals. Uh, you know, the only player to do uh, have a 20-20 triple-double twice, he was the only player to do it. I mean, like, he is Mr. Thunder. Now, however KD feels about the situation, that's on him. You know, you have to lead that. You have to, but I didn't, I didn't heard on record numerous of times what KD says, I don't care about what OKC do anymore and all that. So what did it matter? But it's like, you, it's almost like you still have this, like, uh, like, it's like, and I got like this this ill will towards the Thunder or this ill will towards that. I wasn't shooting a slug at KD about calling Russ Mr. Thunder. I was stating the facts. He is Mr. Now a couple things here. Yes, Kevin Durant is a better player than Russell Westbrook. But KD, you couldn't let Russ have his day. You couldn't let Russ have his moment in OKC. You had to hijack it on Twitter. Look, I'm calling Kevin Durant the E-tote. He's not the GOAT. He's the E-tote. The easiest triggered of all time. He's easy to trigger. You can get him to fire back of any major athlete in any sport. Look at the top 10 athletes in any sport. Kevin Durant is the only one that will respond to trolls online. And hey, I know people want Kevin Durant to stop doing it. I say KD, keep 
doing because, hey, I like to see it. I don't care. To me, it's entertaining. You can't help the league when you're not playing, so at least you're making headlines in some fashion. I want to see KD go crazy with it. Hey, you're in New York. Why don't you say the Yankees suck? Why don't you say New York pizza is overrated? Why don't you say that the Golden State Warriors only won because of me? Why don't you just say you're better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James combined? Hey, why don't you say that NBA ratings are down because you're not playing? I want to see him go crazy with it. I think Kevin Durant firmly believed that if he went to Golden State and won finals MVP, that he was going to get more credit for those titles than he did. That people weren't going to say that he gravy trained his way to winning titles at Golden State, but unfortunately for Kevin Durant, that's still the perception. I'm not saying that's the reality, but that is the perception. But the real fans know Kevin Durant, yes, you're one of the greats of all time. There's no need to get involved in this petty drama, but if you do, I'm here for it. Mookie got some moolah, Betts got a bag, the Red Sox have reportedly avoided arbitration with right fielder Mookie Betts by reaching a record-setting $27 million deal, according to MLB.com's Mark Feinzen. Betts' reported contract breaks the previous record set by Rockies third baseman Nolan Arenado's one-year $26 million deal in 2019. The deadline for clubs and arbitration-eligible players to exchange salary figures was Friday at 1 p.m. Dozens of players have also reportedly avoided arbitration with their clubs. So Mookie bets $27 million for the outfielder in his last year under contract with the Boston Red Sox. And now the question is, what does this mean for his trade value? We're going to get into that in just a second. But other players that have avoided arbitration, Chris Bryant and the Cubs, they agreed on a one-year $18.6 million deal. That's according to Jeff Passan of ESPN. The Yankees and Aaron Judge have settled on an $8.5 million deal. That's also according to Mike Feinsand of MLB.com. Javier Baez and the Cubs, they settled on a one-year $10 million deal. Jackie Bradley Jr. and the Red Sox, they settled on an $11 million deal. The Mets and right-handed pitcher Noah Syndergaard agreed on a $9.7 million deal. And then right-handed pitcher Trevor Bauer and the Reds, they avoid arbitration, agreeing to a $17.5 million deal. That's also according to Mark Feinsand of MLB.com. And then there's Cody Bellinger, the reigning National League MVP, agreed to an $11.5 million deal with the Dodgers on Friday. So he avoids arbitration, and his salary breaks the record for a first-time arbitration-eligible player set by Chris Bryant when he received $10.85 million back in 2018. The Dodgers also came to terms with shortstop Corey Seager on a $7.6 million contract. Now the question is, how does this record-setting contract impact a potential Mookie Betts trade? Well, John Morosi reported that the Los Angeles Dodgers, they were as involved on a Mookie Betts trade as they were with Francisco Lindor, but David Vasse from AM570 out here in Los Angeles reported that the Red Sox, from what I was told right before Christmas, from somebody pretty high up in their organization, that they have no intention of trading Mookie Betts before this season begins. They would have to be blown away by an offer to trade Mookie Betts 
even if they were to attach David Price. That is not something that is appealing to the Red Sox at this point in time. So it's clear right now that the Red Sox intend on starting the season with Mookie Betts on their roster, and maybe if they start to tank, maybe they, if they get off to a bad start, they'll consider trading him. But as of right now, it looks like Mookie Betts will not be traded before the season begins. And so if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, this isn't the worst news in the world because it doesn't matter where Mookie Betts starts the season, it's where he finishes the season. Look, a couple years ago, the Dodgers traded for Manny Machado. They could do the same thing for Mookie Betts, and by the time the trade deadline rolls around, you're going to have so many teams out of contention. The Dodgers will definitely be in contention like they are every year, and at that point, maybe they can get Mookie Betts without having to absorb David Price's contract. And another thing to consider is how will these cheating allegations affect this season for the Boston Red Sox. If Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball, if they come down hard on the Boston Red Sox, let's say they suspend their manager, Alex Cora, will they be more incentivized to unload Mookie Betts at that point? So I think that's definitely a possibility. And look, if you're the Boston Red Sox, it looks like you've just been caught red-handed with these new cheating allegations. If you want to make things right with the Los Angeles Dodgers, trade them Mookie Betts, do it for something like a couple Dodger Dogs and Austin Barnes, and they'll call it even. That'll go a long way in having the Dodgers forgive the Boston Red Sox for that 2018 World Series. But no, Mookie Betts, he's a phenomenal player. He's been offered contract extensions by the Red Sox multiple times. He's turned him down. He's definitely going to free agency, and I think he's going to be traded at some point Probably not before the season, but he'll be changing teams at some point this year. And a little breaking news here on the Get More Sports Podcast. Sham Sharkania is reporting that the Lakers have promoted Rob Palinka to Vice President of Basketball Operations and General Manager. Rob Palinka has been promoted by the Los Angeles Lakers. And I know you're thinking, right? Rob Lowe can do anything. He can act, he can GM, he can Vice President. No, but Rob Palinka deserves this promotion. And look, we're not even one year removed from when the Lakers were an absolute disaster. There was so much dysfunction with the Los Angeles Lakers. You had Magic Johnson quitting in the corridor without even telling Jeannie Buss, look, the purple and gold showtime was a shit show, and Rob Palenka, he weathered the storm, he stayed with it, and I think one thing he gets a lot of credit for, in my opinion, is Ty Lue, they didn't make that Ty Lue hire. Everyone criticized at the time. They said it was a major whiff. They ended up with Frank Vogel, and they've ended up with the top seed in the Western Conference. 30-7, and seven, that's the Lakers' record right now, only trailing the Milwaukee Bucks for best record in the NBA. And right now, he doesn't have very much trade capital to improve this roster, but there's been talks about a Kyle Kuzma trade, and I think Rob Palenka, he gets a lot of credit. Look, I understand... LeBron James was always going to be a Los Angeles Laker. And if it's between Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson gets more of the credit for luring in LeBron James. And then Anthony Davis, they executed that trade. Look, Rob Palenka is the guy that deserves the credit. He's been a steady rock. And another thing, there's been no drama with the Los Angeles Lakers. No leaks about any internal dysfunction. And I think Rob Palenka gets a lot of credit for that. I think he's a guy that just likes to get the job done, just likes to 
to grind it out and work. And since Magic Johnson left, look, Rob Palenka has really taken this franchise to the top seed in the Western Conference. We're going to see what he can do as far as adding some pieces to this roster to help this team get over the hump. But right now, he I think he was totally deserving of that contract extension and that promotion. Look, just remember where the Lakers were six months ago. You remember all the turmoil, all the dysfunction. We are not even one year removed from stuff like this. I've been talking to people walking here. We've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. I'm not going to be here. Look, it's been an insane 12 months, a year that has seen the Lakers reach the depths of NBA despair, becoming a league-wide laughingstock, only to rise as championship contenders. The Los Angeles Lakers are right there, and they're contenders to win a Larry OB. Look, we're only six months away from when fans were protesting outside of Staples Center. I know you remember this. The last year, your tweet, I just said it. Your tweet said it best. JB Bickerstaff, Lionel Holland, Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel? You had one job. You had one job. Oh my God, there's a Higher time. I can tell. The Lakers era is over. My uncle had magic. My brother had Kobe. I have LeBron. What's he brought me? Nothing. Nothing. I want rings. Nothing. That's what we want. We want championships. We're in there. We want championships. We don't want to watch the Clippers in the playoffs. No one even knows. We don't want to watch a first round exit. We want the Lakers to be back. Lakers era is over. Yeah. It's I love those kids. They're big-time dorks, but I would do the same thing if I was younger. I'd be there. I have nothing to do in the summer. Roll up, do a little protest. My uncle had magic. My brother had Kobe. I've got LeBron. I want rings. Well, guess what? Rob Palenka, he could get the Los Angeles Lakers a ring this season. Look, Magic Johnson, he was sitting in that corridor saying, I'm not going to be here. Well, Rob Palenka is going to be here for the foreseeable future. I like him as the Lakers GM and vice president. Now, the real question is what is he going to do to build around AD once LeBron James is gone? But the Los Angeles Lakers, they have their guy. Give Rob Palenka a lot of credit. He weathered the storm, and now the job is his for years to come. Dogs here. But before we wrap, I want to give you my... But before we wrap, I want to give you my picks in the NFL. I've got the Vikings going into San Francisco, beating the San Francisco 49ers. I got the Vikings over the Niners. And then I've got Baltimore beating the Titans at home. I've got Pat Mahomes beating the Chiefs at home. And then I've got the Green Bay Packers, my Super Bowl pick, beating the Seahawks at home. But that's going to do it for episode 89 of the Get More Sports Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you get your podcast these days. And then head to YouTube and give me all your takes right down below in the comments section. Watch all the sports this weekend. See you guys Monday, and I'm out.